What's for lunch? T-double-B-L-C. Stay in your seat. What's for lunch today? Brown bag, brown bag. The Brown Bag Lunch Group. Welcome back, folks. Another fine evening here in Destin, Florida, Studio 100A. Coming at you live with my co-host, Drew Luster, up in Gloucester, Massachusetts. Drew, how are you today? As good as always. I'll, I'll, I'll start there. We're getting to the dog days of summer here, and we're just continuing to pump out content. We got a great interview coming today. A little bit of educational, little stock talk, little pizza talk, little furniture talk even. So I'm really looking forward to the interview today and hope everybody's doing well out there. Yeah. And let's let's dig into your, your big holiday. What's the holiday today? You know, so. We're technically recording a day prior, but we'll we'll basically call it Wednesday when the pod comes out. The 29th of July is National Chicken Wing Day, National Lasagna Day, and National Lipstick Day. So throw on all your lipstick, boys and girls. It's 2020. We don't judge. And chow get down. some wings and maybe a little bit of lasagna to end the day. So um, shout out to Chicken Wings, Lasagna, Lipstick, July 29th. Wow. What a what a slew of national holidays there. Right. Let's uh, hop right in this week. Love of the week. Got to spread some love. Mm-hmm. Drew, let's hear yours first. Yeah, I mean, this one's very straightforward. I don't know. We probably have talked about it. I don't even know if we had. It's been a hell of a week. I'm going to go with beach hair this week. Um, honest to God, nothing like it. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm talking like the hair, you know. Around three thirty, four o'clock, you've come in and out of the water a couple times. The wind. You've run your fingers through it. It's it's got a, lo- a good couple hours of sun on it. Yep. And you kind of it's falling the right way. There's, There's a, little a little bit of volume moisture. there. There's a little, a little moisture. A little wick of moisture, but also yep. more volume than ever before with all that salt. Yep. There's really nothing like it, to be honest with you. And I was actually talking to Leah. She says there's spray. There's like salt spray or something that you can spray in your hair that makes it like beach hair so i think i'm just gonna get that and instead of gel or you know anything like that going forward i'm just gonna do a couple sprays in the morning i'll be good to go i mean realistically you don't need to even buy that spray drew you can just go down scoop a cup of water just do one of these bang in the creek hey scoop a little jug of water out of ghb take it back to your house put it in a bottle there you go you got your salt water spray for my love of the week biscuits so i've been getting Nah. A chicken biscuit at Chick-fil-A, you know, in the mornings after work sometimes. Early morning, got to grab something. Holy Moses, are their biscuits good. But there's a there's a place called Maple Street Biscuit Company, like right. 20 minutes down the road from me. And I got some biscuits and gravy last week. Shout out to Billy Foz, one of his favorite breakfast items. Love his biscuits and gravy. Loves it. Uh, but... Yeah, just biscuits in general. I'm a big bread guy, and when it comes to, like, just having a snack sometimes, I will just literally go in the fridge, grab some bread, and and eat that bread plain. And I know not a lot of people will do that. I'll probably get ridiculed for this. You you might. You might get put on blast for that, yeah. but I respect it. The, and the bread in the fridge thing is, is strictly Florida for the humidity. I don't usually do that up in the Northeast. Yeah. You, you got to keep it fresh so you keep it cool in the fridge. 
Uh, and then pretty simple one, Biscuit. And then my honorable mention is actually going to be, this one's very specific. Go ahead. And it's related to bread. <laughs> oh, my honorable mention is related to bread as well. So yes, let's hear it. Big bread talk today. Sclafani's bread, Italian yep. bread. Had some today. Right out of the packet, fresh. Oh my God. Steamy. So in, it's, there's a little bit of a yeah, condensation on the bag. In the packet, yes. Yep. Uh, and there's a crunch to that that crust almost. The outside, but the inside, you could literally oh. stick your tongue through and it's going to go right through. Like yeah. it's, it's so fine. Yes. It, oh my God. And you, like, if you get a nice packet of bread like that, and maybe like my dad's making some sauce. That's you what know, I, it, you're, you're taking it. That ah! was my love of the week. So Trish is <laughs> making some tomato sauce. And you dip that bad boy in dude, there, and dude. hey, ha- you could eat a whole loaf doing that. Yeah, you oh. could literally just lean up against the stove and just hold the bag and just dunk it in. Yeah, it's oh my god, yeah. That's if you ever have Sclafani's bread or just a, a good Italian white bread. Yeah, that is the number one thing to go do. I think. Uh, what's your honorable mention related to bread? So my honorable mention is. Actually involves Sclafani's bread as well because I had some today. Oh boy! But it's really the, the Sclafani's bread sort of led me to this point. But I'm talking all breads. Okay. It's any toasted or grilled buns, any type of warm sandwich that I'm having, or even like breakfast food. I would a hundred percent of the time rather me have a toasted or grilled bun than just a plain piece of bread. It to me enhances the experience of the sandwich tenfold like nothing else can do yeah and i'm just a big toasted like a little grilled or toast yeah i like a little bit of crunch there like if i'm having like you know no free ads but flip the bird in beverly i think it's right off of cabbage yep great fried chicken sandwich they toast their buns to perfection and it is absolutely just money yeah, uh, you know, just toasted bread. I'll say it a billion times: toasted bread, toasted bread, grilled buns, toasted buns doesn't matter. That's well, my honorable mention. Wonderful bread talk there. Uh, we'll move on to the fan submissions here, and man, oh man, are there some good ones? I, this one I have to mention because I think we both mentioned it pre-pod discussing it. Mm-hmm. Adam Philpot sends in a love of the week, uh, mulch scent. I completely disagree with that. I I hate the smell yeah. I th- I just associate like you know Wolf Hill spreading a fresh layer of mulch to just smells like cow dung. Like I think it just smells like fecal matter. Like yeah. I don't know. It's just not a good smell to me. It's like Simply I could put. see uh, you know the the fresh cut grass smell being a love of the Ex- week. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I yeah. think a love of the week a mulch scent. I think you might have a couple screws loose up there, Adam. I don't know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we, we got a, a bunch of woman of the week, um, nominations as well. I do we, have to mention not Gus Gus on Instagram sent us when a drink freezes just enough to get those little ice chips on the inside. Oh yeah. It's like you're drinking straight from Antarctica. It's like a smoothie. I, I think of a smoothie when I think of that. Cause I feel like a smoothie should have that, you know, it should in essence. Yeah. A milkshake, yeah. anything like that. And then our last one here, I believe your coworker Lauren Goodick, uh, tossed in Oreo McFlurries. Yeah. Good. So not great. In my Leah, opinion. 
Leah loves, I think it's Eminem McFlurries. The issue I have with McFlurries is, I will say it till the day that we're laying in Grayley's, both of us. Yeah. The best, what is the quote? Something about availability. The best ability is availability. The best ability is availability. And to be frank, the McDonald's ice cream makers and McFlurries are just simply not available and reliable enough to hit my love of the week. That is wholeheartedly true there. Absolutely. Um, I think of it as, I feel like every time I get one, I don't get enough like Oreo or I don't get enough M&Ms and I'm left with that, just vanilla, like ice cream. And it's like, so I don't really want to experience actually firsthand experience me and when me and Leah, the correct grammar would be Leah and I, we went a couple of weeks ago and she just got like an M&M McFlurry and we literally saw them take the cup and it was literally overflowing with M&Ms. Like, like the lady was pouring the M&Ms in and they were running over her hands. There was so many M&Ms. It was blasphemy. Yeah. We had to scoop out some of the M&Ms because it was 95% M&Ms. I'm like, well, lady, with the heavy hand, chill out. That's a rare occasion because I feel like I get you know, screwed on you the get M&M skimmed. distribution. Yeah. Double-edged sword. Now, let's hop right in. That'll, uh, well, actually, I have one more. Go fan ahead. submission. This was from a couple weeks ago, and it was probably a first ballot Hall of Famer from Santo Parisi, maybe up for nomination. Okay. He said, the one meal that your mom cooks is his love of the week, like your one favorite meal. That specifically, like the way she cooks it, maybe it's a different kind of meal. And yeah. I definitely have that. For me, it's Thai chicken. Uh, I don't know how to describe it, really. It's like noodles, chicken, bunch of vegetables that I pick out. Uh, yeah. And this naturally kind of, what what would you call it? Uh, not sauce, not... Like a broth? Not broth. Almost. No. <laughs> If it's not a sauce, it's a broth, or... so it's Thai. It's like um, it's like an oil, oil. Okay. Like an oil over the top. I feel like I had you at broth. I feel like I kind of threw you the life raft, and you said no. I want to drown. I feel like no, because it's not broth. I think a soup. That's why. Okay. All right. I guess so, not. So like an oil, um... like a light sauce, like an oily sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clear like oil. Yeah. Okay. And it's got a little spice to it. It's got a little kick in the chicken and. Yep. I eat, you know, two to three plates of that every time she makes it. And that's the one meal. If I'm coming home and she's like, what do you want? I'm like, Thai chicken. Done deal. Lock it in. I think the the beauty with a lot of these Hall of Fame type love of the weeks is they are unique, but at the same time, incredibly relatable. They happen I think, to everybody. I think you need to have that two pronged approach when trying to get on the throne for love of the week going forward. Just a tip there. But I would totally agree with that. What do you got for a favorite meal? I would venture to say you might throw out their chicken parm by Mike Luster. For Yeah, I'm probably going to go with a staple, which a lot of people are aware of and have have experience, is whether it's like, you know, Thanksgiving or Christmas Eve or just like a Sunday Pats game. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm talking the whole slate, like, you know, meatballs from scratch, pasta, meatballs. Sometimes he does garlic bread just out of nowhere with like leftover rolls and then chicken cutlets with like you know just snaps his fingers and we got chicken parm we got garlic bread we got meatballs we got pasta we got sauce it is absolute money this i'm already i'm sweating thinking about it because that would put me i'd be that would set me back two and a half weeks i'd probably be 
a shout out to Grillies again. You'd have to wheel me out of there. Yeah. But it's just so too damn hot and humid for that meal. But it's a hell of a fall and winter meal. I'll tell you that right now. For sure. Um, and more bread talk. Garlic bread. We didn't even mention. Oh my god. Bread. Oh my god. That's. I mean, probably the number one bread I want to have with a meal. Dude, like you mentioned, dipping the Sclafani's bread in the sauce. How about when you finish your meal? There's like some, you know, a little bit of there's some noodles left, a little bit of chicken, maybe some meat. Yeah. But like. And you have just enough garlic bread and you just kind of go around the whole bowl. Oh, yeah. And sometimes I I do the little dad joke and I'm like, yeah, I could just put this right back. You know, maybe Belle gives it a quick one over, you know, licking the bowl. But it could go right back in the pantry. It's that clean. Yeah, it's very true. Right. Uh, we'll move on now from Love of the Week. We're going to roll right into an interview with our good friend EJ, EJ Santarpio, uh, stemming from Attleboro, Mass., and you might recognize that that last name for a famed pizza establishment in Boston. No free ads, but we love Centapios. No free ads. All right. Let's All unpack, right. Let's unpack the bag. All righty, folks. We are back here with EJ Centarpio. Not the legal name. Some would call him Henry. We call him EJ. Of the Centarpios pizza family but also our average Joe of the week. EJ, how you doing? What's going on? Hey, guys. Good to be here. First time, long time. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, let's just get a little introduction as to, to what you do for a job, and then also maybe we'll dig into the background of the family business. Sure, yeah. Um, unrelated to the family business, but... Up until recently, I was doing the commute to Boston every day, getting on the train, uh, going into one financial center. I uh, work for Loomis Sales and Company, which uh, basically just an asset managing firm, manage a bunch of companies, investments, stuff like that. Gotcha. I thought yep. you were going to give us like a broad brushstroke one, but you got it into the details somewhat there. I thought it was going to be like, I'm in finance. And I was going to... Yeah, I mean, I could have went that way, but I mean, what that doesn't tell you anything, right? Exactly. I was going to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I like it. That's I like, like it. you know, Drew saying he's in marketing and that's it. Yeah, yeah. I, we, yeah, I tried to try to get it onto a little bit more than that, but... <laughs> now, let's talk the family name a little. Uh, Drew is a huge fan of the Santarpio's Pizza Company, yeah. per se. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, what do you got? All right. Um, great, great grandfather founded the one in Eastie in like 1917. Uh, it was a bakery and then uh, started venturing into the more uh, Italian style, uh, like pizza and bread. And I think they did pasta at one point, too. Um and they actually live, it's a two story building and they all actually lived upstairs. Okay. That's electric. Uh, yeah. My grandfather was born upstairs in that building. <laughs> yeah. That's they, incredible. That, I like the just, they started, they were a bakery and then they just started dabbling in the pizza and found yeah. Like, yeah, Let's throw some sauce and cheese on this piece yep. of dough here and uh, let's give it a, let's see what happens. And quite possibly, you know, founded one of the best, if not the best, pizza yeah. in Boston. Yeah, they, I mean, it, it, I I guess it was just sort of a happy accident, and it sort of 
transformed and took on a life of its own. But uh, yeah, it's been there since like the mid 1910s. So it's been there for a hot second. And I don't want to throw any shade, but a couple of the Pizzeria Regina's in Boston are going out of business. I don't know if you guys heard about that. I did not. Not, not saying. Just we saying. got wait, sources. Person. Yeah. We got source, yeah. Sounds like San Tarpeos is still going strong against the competition. <laughs> All I'm saying is there's one opening up in the airport. And <laughs> what? We, really? Yeah. Wow. I don't. They're so. We're so close to the airport, anyways. Yeah. But yeah, there's one going in Logan. That's absolutely I've, sick. I've only, I can't wait to tell my dad that. I've yep. only had Centarpios once, and it was it literally saved my life. And EJ will know this because <laughs> this is a great story. Please extrapolate. It's a good story. So to start down at Sacred Heart, we had uh, a golf party, golf initiation as they call it, and we went out all that night, got absolutely hammered, and. Then the next morning, I had a really early wake up because I was going on this like academic trip with the school's honors oh, program God. up to Boston. Drew, the, put a bullet on my skull. <laughs> the worst day of my life. Like so, just let. Were you in one of those like I picture as you just like deathly ill, hungover, stuffed? <laughs> you, they stuffed all you guys in one of those like call in those vans, and they just shipped you up oh, to Boston. No, it was worse. It was worse. Worse. W- worse hangover of my <laughs> life the next morning. Uh, I don't know. I'll have to get some pictures from Mike. But we get to the bus. It's like a 7.30 a.m. bus or something. Greyhound yeah. Greyhound bus. So, oh, know, those will get, get you. The coach bus. I show up there with EJ, Brian, and a couple others. And Mike Doherty and Rick Rignola were going to come, but they didn't have enough space on the bus. They were going to be try to be last-second ads to get this honors thing out of the way. And they get scratched from it. And Rick has the famous line, I think, that, or it might have been Mike, I, I just hope one person on that bus has just an awful day, you know? <laughs> and guess what? That one person was me. That was you. I get on the bus about, I'd say we're two and a half hours into the three-hour drive up to Boston. I, I was sucking down yellow Gatorades, and I just couldn't make it any longer. I had to use use the porta potty on the on the coach bus and oh, go God. go relieve myself of of the demons via <laughs> vomiting, and <laughs> so. That's the start of the day. We finally get off the bus. We go like the aquarium uh, yeah. to start. I, I This was an academic trip in like no way. We didn't do anything academic. We just went for a tour. just like a Boston field trip, just a classic yeah. tourist. Yeah. Like that. I felt like we were like eighth grade middle school, just like walking around. Hall, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just eating a bunch of food. Yeah. But we get out of the aquarium and we're like, all right, we need some food. And I'm like, I am literally dying right now and i think we decided to walk from the aquarium to santarpios i don't did yeah. we get a we got a ride at some point but yeah that i think no one wanted to chip in for an uber which because was crazy we were yeah it wasn't a good idea we were like five miles away i feel it like. was a poke well i mean the the aquarium is not close no that's what i was gonna say that's not like that's not like a block away where you get just around the corner well it, it's a commitment 
Forget that. Yeah. We also, I, I don't want to say whoever was leading the pack might not have known where we took some wrong turns. And we I, didn't take some right turns. I'll Drew, tell you that. Drew, I'm <laughs> literally like melting in the Laboring. streets of Boston, yeah. Mass. It's so hot out. Like oh I God. am dying out there. I just need like, water. I oh need water gosh. is all I need. It's a nightmare. Well, we end up finally getting to Santarpia's. Yeah. We sit down. We have, you know, the five pizzas or whatever down the table. And from there, the day was okay. Like, I, I got through the rest of the day because there was some food, got some water, and, and struggled through it. But top top five, like, worst days of my life for just the entire <laughs> experience. Oh, my God. That, that says a lot because it wasn't even the full day. That's like... It seems like for half of the day, and for you to put that in the top five worst days of your life, that's got to be. It was a full horrible. day because you got the three-hour drive up there. We were there for about five, six hours, and then three back. And yeah. at no point, I don't think, other than sitting down at Santarpio's, I was at the place I wanted to be in my life. Yeah, oh, I remember. So that weekend, I was. I actually came home that weekend from school, and I met the bus in Boston. So I was unaware of what had happened to Kurt the night before because I was at home. He walked off the bus. It was the definition of lights on, no one home. Like, there was no life in those eyes. It was... Just a corpse. I was a dead man walking Like, not even a full human being. No, it was bad. But, I mean, pizza, probably probably what you want to eat on a day like that when you're that... Yeah messed up just to get something back yeah Yeah. i would say i would say that's like number one gross food to have and and just suck it all up now drew we know you and your family are big santarpios fans oh yeah ej was mentioning pre-pod here if you were a peabody guy or if you traveled out to boston what do you got yeah so so what we do is every year we have a uh a football pool where you kind of bet against the spread each week, every single game of every week, every matchup for the NFL season. And whoever wins at the end, whoever gets the most points, I guess, or, or you know, picks right at the end of the year, um, we all go to Santarpio's and they, they don't have to pay, essentially, is what it nice. is. Um, so it's, it's sort of at the very least once a year. Usually I would say two or three times a year and it's hell of a time. But there's a couple of times where the idea has been thrown out to go to the one in Peabody just because it's a lot closer. Yeah. Um, and my dad will just cut everybody off or my uncle will cut everybody off and say, we might as well go to like Papa Gino's or Domino's <laughs> if we're going to go to Peabody. He said, if we're not going to the one in Boston, we might as well go to Papa John's and go eat in your living room. That's <laughs> Now, no offense to you at all. Yeah. It's I think it's the pageantry of going to the one in Boston, sitting down, yeah. I mean, it's the same guy who waits on us every single time we're in yeah, there. It's Rocky. It's got to be Rocky. I don't know. It's the, the Peabody, same two guys. The yeah. Peabody, Go ahead. like, restaurant or, like, office space per se. But the one in Boston is, like, just so old time. I can't imagine, like, trying to replicate that almost. Yeah. Now, I won't speak for EJ, but I think they try to do that. But you yeah. can't match the, the, the historic value that the one in Boston brings to the table. It just... It's a storied location. Like you said, it's been there for years and years and since, years and years since and years. World War One. 
Like, yeah, you can't, you can't, you can try to match it, but you're not going to come close. And we, we, we go bigger, we go home and we do the drive into Boston and we make it happen. I think, I think that's what you have to do. If you're, if you're making it a big, a big to do, like we are, you know, a couple times a year, I think you got to take the extra tack on the extra, you know, 15, 20 minutes and make the trip. No doubt. Yeah. Get the authentic I don't think, experience. I don't think you're alone in that. I think, um, uh... God, the Peabody one's got to be open for at least 10 years now. But if you're an OG East Boston, Santarpio's goer before the Peabody location and you live on the North Shore, you're probably still coming down to the East exactly. location. No yeah, doubt. You're, you're, you're not alone in that regard, for sure. All right, Ege, we'll move on to uh, some stock talk. I've recently gotten into the stock market, and boy, oh boy. Is it just the gambling world, like, of, I don't know, normal normal people, like, not the the bookie slash weird yeah. side of sports betting? It's like... Not the is, Jason Ladoffs? This is, like, gover- <laughs> government-run, you know, gambling. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. Okay. Now, being a stock guy yourself, I'd say, for, for many years prior to me, what are some uh, hot tips that maybe... Not insider trading tips. We're not talking. No, about. no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 tricks, no, none of that. Tricks of the trade uh, when it comes to the stock market. Um. All right. So now, like, we're gonna run the little disclaimer. Like, this is not any uh, official advice from yeah. EJ Santarpio and or the company. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, perfect. Um, if I had to say right now, hell of a run the market's on, huh? Yeah. Like. Big bounce back from everything that's gone on the past three or so months. Yeah. You see, you uh, look at the just the charts from like every company you look at, March. March yeah. is just, it's just a straight cliff. And yeah. then you see the bounce back and it's like, man, if you, if you got in on March and I wasn't savvy enough to, you know, figure that out. But even yeah. now there's some, there's some bargains out there, I think. Yeah, I think a lot of that is based on uh, hopes of uh, another stimulus coming through. Yep. That extra twelve hundred bucks, maybe think what you want. I don't know if it did, you know, as much as people think it did. But the speculation and the hope of people getting more money, just gonna spend it, buy more stuff, and that's you know generally a good thing for the economy. Yeah. Um, Things are valued really high, like really high. And there's probably a lot of emotion in that. Uh, I think it's probably more emotion than actual uh, good balance sheets and some of the some of the analytical uh, stuff that we could get into. But yeah, a heck of a bounce back. And uh, if you were, you know, not looking at your 401k before the, the big dip. And you just happen to tune in tomorrow and take a look. It probably it's probably almost right back to yeah. where it was. Yeah, you it, don't look in March. Definitely. Yeah, don't. don't look. I mean, yeah, it it got dicey. It uh, it got dicey. Now with how I got into it was I just downloaded Robinhood because you know that's the app that everybody I think nowadays is using. And yep. I've dabbled in that in E Trade, the Robinhood app. I no free ads here, but like talk about simplicity and how the gambling portion of it of just the click of a button just like amazon to you know invest large quantities of money or small quantities of money whatever you put in 
and immediately see a reaction to that from the stock market. If you're doing any sort of day trading or whatever, uh, which is tempting to say the least, but I'm trying to switch over to the long-term investments and not look at it every single day and, and ruin my life. But for, for a guy like Drew, who, mm -hmm. who's not a stock guy in his own right, EJ, what is uh, a starting point, some would say, or just some, some words of wisdom to get into the stock market? Because I think it is you know, a good time right now, depending on what companies you invest in, to do it. Uh, yeah. And I think that's a good point. Like you said, you brought up Robinhood and E-Trade and a couple of those other easy to use apps. I think that has a lot to do um, with why the you, you see some of these crazy high uh, stock prices that you see right now, because it's the ease of the, the ease of access to get to get into the stock market. Now, there's no barrier to entry. Anybody with a phone can download the app and and you're involved. Um, before you needed like a, you know, a Charles Schwab, a guy, you know, to, to call up, say, Hey, I like this, this, and this, it takes three days, whatever. So yeah. Um, you know, not because it's so easy that probably has, you know, a lot to do with some of these prices. Anyway, uh, Drew, um, long-term, you know, not getting into the weeds here, the market over time has always gone up. If you, you know, take a look at some of these index funds, the S&P 500, things like that, um, they're safe. There's not a ton of volatility. And if you look at the graph, it's gone like this for the history of its Time. existence. Yeah. Yeah. Since it's been, since it's been, uh, oh, I don't know if there's a video, so you might need to make a little boom, a little yeah. graph when that goes over. Um, yeah, it's gone. It's gone nothing but up over time. And if you're looking to get, you know, just financial security, 10, 15, 20 years down the road, if you put a couple of bucks in there today, over time, that goes up almost uniformly. Yeah, our, our military retirement, uh, like Roths and stuff they talk about, I think yeah. our, one of our old colonels said, uh, you know, the mark, like the money you put in right now today in yeah. seven years, it's most likely going to double based off the market. Yeah. Which and, is crazy because if you do the math yeah. and like you, your normal Roth, like they match funds that you put in. And if you put that all together over time, you're talking like by the time, say, you stayed in 20 years and you're at the retirement age, 59 or whatever to pull out, you're talking like millions of dollars. Yeah, like, it's crazy. Yeah, money over time. That compounding interest is no joke. Yep. With that, all that stock talk, uh, we can wrap up there. EJ's side of the house. We thank him for his advice. Uh, we'll have Drew in the you know t dark depths of the stock market as as by, possible. by next week. Probably and tonight. He'll he'll probably right. be day trading like. El Prez on Robin Hood. Davy Day Trader. Next time he's on, I'll be talking out the side of my ass like I'm like I'm him every day. It'll be great. So Hey, if you want to go full circle on uh El Prez, Davy Day Trader, and Santarpio's Pizza, he hit a pizza review on Santarpio's right after the Pats won the Super Bowl. What was the uh, I believe Jules it. was there, by the way. It was it was him and Edelman, yeah. Okay. Uh, I think he said seven, eight. Okay. Or it might have been 
eight one. Okay. I want to say, say eight one. I might have been eight one. I was gonna. Yeah, he doesn't that. throw around eight too lightly either. No. So yeah, I think it might have been an eight. You're right. I'll have to go back and take a look at that. Now, did you ever have um, what's the place in New Haven? I forget the name of it. Frank Pepe's. Frank Pepe's. Did you ever have Frank Pepe's? I did a couple of times. Okay. What? I don't want to put you on the spot here. <laughs> You're putting him on the spot. But hey, they make good pizza. Who, who, whose do you prefer? Do you prefer the family business or do you prefer Frank Pepe down in New Haven? I'm always going to prefer the family business. You know, yeah. Listen, Frank Pepe's makes good pizza. Okay. The problem with Frank Pepe's is they're world famous for clam pizza. Oh, my God. I, I didn't even How know How does that. that work? Is it just fried clams over the top? No, it's a white sauce with, like, oil drizzle oh and throw up. and co- it, like clams, like cooked clams. Oh, they're is. not fried or anything. They're, they're, it's That's not just, good. It just kind of – it's like when, they, when they're making the pizza, they just take the clams, sprinkle them over, and then they just get cooked in the oven. Yeah. Yeah, that's what oh happens. That's God. too fancy for me. you got to keep it simple. It's just, yeah, give me a cheese pizza, please. Santarpia's every day of the <laughs> yeah. week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, I got a cheese pizza. It was a good It was a good piece of pizza. But if you're world famous, if you're famous for your clam pizza, I'm not putting you in the conversation. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Ditto to that. Now, we'll get off, you know, the average show of the week stuff uh, for, for your job stocks and then pizza. But we're yeah. going to get into just some average Joe of the week stuff for people in general. Because EJ, yeah. in our group chat this past weekend, he was going off, as some would say. Uh, he had a really tough experience with a certain retailer. And I'm going to let him take it from here because this is quite the story. Okay. I, I want to start this by saying I don't usually do stuff like this. <laughs> I, I, oh, I know man, that's what the, that's how they always start is I it? hate I hate the you know I'm not one to do this but oh, here man. I go type of thing like posting their transcript you know of oh, the, there the, it the, is there it anyway anyway I, 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 I honestly don't usually do this I've never sent food back at a restaurant whatever Bob's discount furniture should be ashamed of themselves <laughs> We'll start. Uh, we got a new place back mid June. Yep. We need to get some furniture. You know, it's a lease, so we're probably not looking there long term, but it's for at least a year. So we're not going to buy the nicest furniture in the world. But, we want nice you know, stuff. We need some stuff, yeah, right? Some respectable so, yeah. furniture. You know, I didn't want to go to Facebook Marketplace, but I didn't want to go to like, Cardi showroom. I think that's the expensive one. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. So we went to Bob's Discount Furniture. Uh, went online, ordered a chair in mid June. Uh, let's see. A uh, couple couple weeks go by. Chair comes in. It's the wrong chair. Didn't color wasn't the color wasn't the same. Didn't even look close. Not a huge deal. Just, you know, we, we live maybe 10, 15 minutes tops from Bob's in South Attleboro. Drove it to South Attleboro, returned the chair. They were very nice, gave us a store credit, deal. 
took the store credit, got a new chair. So you'd think, Drew, just ordering the new chair here, it should be here in a couple of weeks, right? In person. In person. This is no online order. The first one was an online order. Got messed up. Not a big deal. In store. Yep. Got this chair. Okay, they don't have it in stock. They'll ship it to us for July 8th. Perfect. Sounds good. Doesn't come July 8th. Doesn't come the week after that or the week after. Uh, yeah, I guess it would be the week after that. July 23rd. Delivery guys show up at the house. And now this is after calling a couple of times. They put you on hold to that giant system. That oh, they, yeah. You know, yeah. You got to wait at least an hour to talk to anybody. Yep. July 23rd, the delivery people show up at the house. They knock on the door. Hey, we're here to deliver and pick up a chair. I was like, oh, we're getting a chair, but the chair that uh, I think you want to pick up, we already dropped off at the store. They said, huh, we have it booked as pickup and delivery, and we can't give you the chair oh my until, God. until we pick one up. And I was like, well, you already have the chair, so I, I, can't, I can't give you one. Uh, so at this moment, Bob's Bob's has a nice two chair lead. They're they're up two chairs to zero on this right now. The delivery guys drive away. EJ's zero chairs, Bob's two chairs. Uh, I I immediately get on the phone and I'm like, I don't know what to do here, but we we dropped off the chair already. And Bob said they couldn't deliver because they don't, you know, we don't have the chair to give them, whatever. Well, it turns out <laughs> the chair had been discontinued. And since we didn't get the one that was on the truck, we weren't going to be able to get it until January because it's on its way back to the warehouse. Of 2021. <laughs> January 2021. But... You like here's my th the chair that you ordered, yeah, is in that truck leaving, in in they're telling you on the phone as the tr as the chair is leaving your where you are residing that yeah that you're not gonna get the chair until 2021. Correct, because since that chair was not in our house, we do not own it, oh my God. and they follow what's called a LIFO inventory system. So the lat it stands for last in, first out. So that chair goes back to the warehouse, and then the very next order gets sent to somebody, not me. Oh my god! So they just skipped right over you, like you were like you were nothing. Basically. Correct. It gets worse. I don't know how, but go on. I call these people, and I say, I'm not waiting till January. The, the, I'm just going to take the money and go. I'm not going to have no furniture in our living room for six months. So I go to cancel the order and the lady says, okay, same card number, this, this, this. And it's an online order. And I thought to myself, no, wait a minute. This order is for the in-store or uh, order that, you know, when we went, and bought the chair the second time. Mm -hmm. And she said, oh, how is that possible? And I was like, well, what do you mean? <laughs> well, we gave you back the chair. 
the chair that was on the truck to be delivered to my house on the 23rd was the chair that we returned three weeks earlier. <laughs> and they couldn't drop off that chair. Because you didn't give them that chair. Because we didn't give them the chair. That they had that they were going to give you. That they were trying to give to us. Which was still the wrong chair. Which was the wrong chair again. All together. Oh my gosh. But wait, there's more. The the chair wasn't even... The, the, the correct chair was never even... In the equation. It was never in the equation. They sent us the wrong chair twice, but couldn't give us the wrong chair the second time <laughs> because we didn't have it because they had it. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, that's miserable. Now, there was... Uh, a part of this where it got delivered to the wrong house. No. Yeah, so that I can, I can, I can. That's next. Oh, okay. Um, two days later, they get a call. I get a call saying, "Hey, Saturday morning, we got your chair. No more problems. I promise." So I'm like, "Sweet, thank God." I'm an idiot for not double checking this. I wake up Saturday morning to a text. It's like, "Hey, we'll be there." 15 minutes. I was like, oh, perfect. I click into the receipt. They used my billing address as the delivery address. Even though they delivered two chairs, wrong chairs, but two chairs to your actual address already. It's somehow, right, they, exactly. It's It went to my parents' house. We we just moved. My my. My shipping address is different than my billing address. The chair is going to the wrong place. How? I don't know. They delivered it to the right place twice already. So I'm racing the freaking Bob's truck to my parents' house at like 8.30 in the morning. Uh, I get there to see them unloading a mattress. <laughs> <laughs> You're lying. You can't be serious. Right hand to God. What, what you, you want I want to know what, if, what you said next. Is what I if you know. want my mom on the podcast to, to prove that I'm not lying here, she'll do it. But they're unloading a mattress. <laughs> True. And I was like, Can we this get, must be. We should get Bob's to sponsor us. I, I know this is a horrible story, but it's almost comical. Like, it's almost such a bad, like, No, ad. you know what we're going to do? Dude, we, we already got been. Stop and Shop to apologize to us on Twitter. We, we're we going to demand an apology, a uh, public apology on Bob. Twitter, like this week, immediately, uh, from Bob. I, I thought about it. I wanted to wait until I got... Um, the actual chair. Uh, the chair, uh, yeah. The chair and a refund. <laughs> uh, before I just started berating them on social media. Lambasting them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... I thought that the chair was just in the back of the truck and they couldn't get it off until they got the mattress. But they brought the mattress to the door and they were like, here's your mattress. And I had to show them the receipt for the chair. And then they just went and and got the chair and brought it into my parents' house. So what, like... Hold on. I got one thing. So Was it in the the truck? The chair was in the truck, right? 
still it was in the, the truck it was in the truck yeah okay. yeah, yeah, yeah was it the same chair that had already been taken and give it twice over or was it the no. right chair they finally got the right was chair. the Thank um, hey lord jesus was the old yeah. you should have checked the truck was the old chair also in the truck <laughs> i wish i i w- probably <laughs> I, I i hate to be that guy but i almost a little little piece of me wishes it was the same chair that you know kurt said the same <laughs> damn thing i, I can't even fathom what the reaction would have been he said the same thing. Now, I paid $35 in shipping to deliver the goddamn chair to my own house. That, I mean, that's, did that's you, a lunatic. Did you get it back or did you just... I got the shipping okay. back. Then they had the nerve to offer me store credit. And I was like, I will never yeah. drive within never. a five-mile radius of this godforsaken place ever again. Absolutely oh my not. god. Over a chair too. Over over a chair. Yeah. It was it was the worst buying experience of my entire life. I bu- I bought a car last year. I'd rather buy oh. I'd rather sit through that process 10 more 10 times of over. Of the BFM, the business finance manager? I it, How awesome is that guy, EJ? He's he sucks. He's not great. All right. The but guy who, a- after you purchase the car, makes comes you sit in down and, sh- and tacks on another three hundred for the the bug, the insect windshield, and the the heated floor mats. And the... now, did you guys do a hate of the week on this before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have. Yeah, yeah. I remember listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would rather take that guy out to dinner <laughs> than to deal with this again. Oh man, that's saying something. I. It was brutal. I texted immediately after ej sends us like a picture of the chair in his living room and it was the oh correct chair and i said i almost wish you had gone through like another trial and tribulation of this process <laughs> because at this point it's not convenience like he it wouldn't have mattered if he got that chair within the next month like exactly for, just for Bro. the story of like <laughs> But wait, there's more to it. Yeah, it's past gone. Like the entire, he's never returning there again. I I think that decision was made the second time, maybe, that they messed up the chair. So what's a third time just for comedic, the sake of the story, you know? And there's probably a little part of me that was rooting for the same thing, if I'm being totally honest. (laughs) The the mattress coming off first is such a a tease. Like, so, so my question, so you mentioned... Maybe they maybe the chair was you know ratcheted into the back behind the mattress. They yeah. actually tried delivering the mattress to your door first, right? They it wasn't. They didn't the just get the mattress off to make room. Correct. No, they brought it to the door, and and luckily I called ahead to my mom, who was like re- awaiting something to go wrong. And oh yeah. She's just at the door, like we're we're getting a chair. I don't know what this like, is. She's just she's been expecting this all morning. Right. And it happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I imagine yep. EJ walking up from from his car and seeing the mattress and just like I don't know if you know the gif of the guy just I think it's Jim Carrey crumbling down onto the ground. <laughs> yeah. Like he down just falls to, his, to knees. his knees. Yeah. And then, and then just flops on the ground. I was a defeated man. Oh. It was it was tough. Luckily, hey, Jeff- you know. I ended up getting 75 bucks back on the chair. I thought that was a pretty fair deal, but I will never shop there ever again. <laughs> yeah, I mean if you do, if you if you do shop there, you're you're begging for something like this to happen again. 
Yeah. Um, and it, but we're not trying to tear down Bob's discount here, but I mean, this is it, first off unacceptable and embarrassing. And oh, I can't. I want them as our sponsor, Drew. That, I can't imagine the customer fantastic. service piece of it was much better either. <laughs> trying to call them and track down the chair after the third time, I and mean, that's just disastrous to me. We ran a tally on um, hours on hold over the two week period. Yep. Uh, it was over six. Oh. Yeah, that's that's miserable. That you'll never get those six hours back ever. No. no oh no. my god. Forever. Yep. That was. Yeah. I am in awe. It that was incredible. Quite a story. It was incredible. I I every person who had their hands associated with this order screwed up at least once. Yeah. Every person. That's it the, was. Hey, that's the beauty of corporate. That's America. the beauty of it. It, it was it's amazing. Everything that could have went wrong went wrong at one point or another during the the three three tiered journey of this chair. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, Ige, what a story. We're gonna wrap up there. Uh, we'll be having you back on at some point, I'm sure. But we, awesome, can't we wait. We needed we needed to know what happened to that chair. Yeah, I am glad that's over, and I appreciate you guys having me on. This was fun. Absolutely. All right, we'll see you later. Thanks, Eads. Great interview, as always. Good talking with you. Drew, let's move on to our dad joke of the week. What do we got this week? I think, I don't want to say we've been weak the past couple weeks. Wow, you think we've been weak, eh? I don't know. I just, I, they haven't they haven't got me the last two. I, I want to get a good one out of you today. I got one for you. Right. What do you call someone with no body... And no nose. What do you got? Nobody knows. Ah. <laughs> See, I like that one. That That's one a stumped you a little classic bit. Classic play on the. Word. It's almost a riddle, yeah. you know, kind of wordplay. I, you know, what originally popped into my mind, and I'll, I'll talk. Voldemort. My, yeah, it was Voldemort. So I mean, thank you. For no nose, that. like that's a key, no right? nose, and then I, but then I was like, no body, that doesn't. Make but like sense. he's low key, like kind of a demento, and like he turns into a serpent. So I guess he really doesn't have like a concrete body. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad that could, we had the same wavelength. There we just because, did like a mind meld because we were thinking the exact same thing. Yeah, I was gonna say Voldemort, and I, I was like, but no, that doesn't make sense, and it's not funny. Like you got to think <laughs> funny for those. And I, I don't know if I'll ever get one of these, to be honest. Uh, one, one of these days, if I get one, one of these I'm going to celebrate. I'm we'll going to pop some high. champagne, yeah. Yeah. All right. Woman of the Week time. We got a lot of fan submissions this week. So, Drew, I don't think we even have to get into ours. I'm going to uh, get into mine because I feel like I need to. Okay. Fire away. My Woman of the Week, she needs to be recognized. She is... I would consider her to be a top, non-biased, I'm talking overall, encompassing all ranges of music and all people, like a top five artist right now. Just It's hit after hit. Tay it's, Swift. It's Tay Tay. It's Taylor Swift. Okay. Folklore dropped on last Friday. I've listened, I've dabbled a little bit, haven't had a ton of time to listen, but I feel like all she does is just, she just keeps pumping them out. It's like a, you know, a Bruno Mars or an Ed Sheeran where it's like, you blink and there's just a new fire jam out. Yeah, I, I'm, she, I'm it's like re- you either you either sorry you either love her or you hate her. I love her, always have, probably always will. See, I think I fall in the in the middle because I liked like 
music wise, I like her old music, like the country ish yeah. aspect of it. And then like there's some She's... good there's some good new music songs, but yeah, there were a couple uh, albums or songs or whatever you want to say where it's just like ah, I'm not gonna listen to that personally. But it yeah, she it is sure. impressive the amount of you know material she continuously puts up there at the top of the oh, charts. Yes. Yeah, and I think some people, again, I'm going to say the same thing. It's a double-edged sword because some people appreciate the range there and how she can lean into pop and hip-hop from times, but also, you know, go back to her roots with country. Yep. Maybe even a little bit of alternative like this album. Um, some people love it. Some people hate it. But at the end of the day, she's my woman of the week. That's a good one. I like that. Let's hop right into the fan submissions now, Drew. Uh, you, yep. got a, you got a few Fire him, fire him away. I got a few. So Evan Dabrowski said Diane Keaton. I had to look up who that was. I assume, no offense, he's talking about when she was young. Maybe she was like a a cute, you know, kind of, hip. I don't know, hip, uh, maybe. I'm kind of shooting from the hip here because I don't really know who that is. So Evan, if you can comment and just give any, you know, clarity into that, that would be awesome. American actress is all I read. It's all we really Wikipedia. know. We Two Golden yeah. Globes, so a well distinguished distinguished yeah. actress. Yeah. Uh, we don't know much. And then speaking of people who are well distinguished, Jennifer Lopez, Mike Foss. Yep. Um, fifty one and looking thirty one. Couldn't agree more. She looks like she just doesn't age. It's and her she and just Jennifer Aniston. It. Yeah, like those yeah. are the two like gold standards of women over their 50s who look incredible just keep slaying yeah so Which, yeah it's impressive to them. shout out to to j-lo had a few others uh jeff guzzi club champ shout out uh said annika and he's referring to annika sorenstan the all-time greatest women's golfer uh to date she ended up retiring quite early uh for i think she was having a baby so she just called it quits Already had a massively successful career. Some would call her a fraud for doing that, but we don't have to go there. I I mean, putting family first, that seems a little fraudulent on your part, Drew, if I'm being <laughs> honest. And then we, we got a, another submission here from one of our fans. We won't name names, but he said, uh, Lisa Ann, and some of you will know who that is. Uh, I like to, you know, describe her as a performer. We'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. Shout out Lisa Ann. No free ads. <laughs> now, we'll wrap up this week here with a quote of the week. This one I took a screenshot of when I saw it. I think it was on maybe Twitter or something. And it's more not it's not a quote per se. Uh, it's more of a story with a quote inside of it. But John Lewis, the Georgia congressman who had just passed a massive leader in the civil rights movement along with Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, there was a story about Obama's swearing in and like a little exchange that they had and I'll, I'll read it to you. As Obama left his swearing in, Lewis approached him with a sheet of paper and asked the new president, the first black president, to sign it. And he did. He wrote, because of you, John, Barack Obama. I think that's a, a pretty touching little story there to end your week that'll be all from TWBLC signing off with Pac from last year what's for lunch TWBLC stay in your seat
What's for lunch today? Sazits. Brown bag, brown bag. The Brown Bag Lunch Group. <laughs>